market. The S&P, the ISX stocks. This is Motley Fool Money. Welcome to Motley Fool Money, the Money Hacks edition, our short weekly check-in on how you can make the most of your money. I'm Scott Phillips and with me is Dr. Anirban Mahanti. G'day, Doc. Good day, Captain. Now, mate, our favourite money hacks are the ones that are either sent to us or asked of us by our listeners. And this week we had a question from a Hayden. He says, hi, Scott and Doc. Big fan of the show. Thank you, mate. Can you please recommend the best Australian share trading and investing app? Most of the ones I have researched have average reviews. Cheers, Hayden. Now, Doc, there's a few apps out there, and frankly, the other option is simply to use one of the online broker's own websites. Nothing, Not everything has to be an app, believe it or not, although it's kind of fun to use apps from time to time. Mate, a couple of the apps I know of, a couple of ones that are probably the highest profile, Raise is one, R-A-I-Z, and Comsec Pocket is the other. Now, Raise kind of came to prominence as that sweep app. You know, you pay $4.95 for a coffee and then five cents goes to your investing account. Um, so that's kind of automated. You can add money to it. You kind of, yeah, that kind of works that way, which is, which is pretty good. The one that's really taken some of the investing world by storm a little bit is Comsec's Pocket app. It lets you put money in trade from as little as two bucks a trade, I think I want to say, and as little as $50 per trade in terms of the money you have to commit. You can buy one of seven or all of seven ETFs, exchange traded funds. So that gives, that's got a good wrap. I, I quite like that idea. I haven't used it myself to, to buy, uh, but I kind of like the idea. So there are two options. I think I'd prefer Pocket over Raise. When it comes to online brokers, though, what should investors be considering? Yeah, so a few things to consider. I think consider price, uh, how much you're paying per trade. Um, how much is, how, what are the range? What, what's a good price? What's a bad price these days? Well, the good price is zero. Um, it, 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 so I prefer them to be at zero, but they're not. Um, look, you know, <laughs> under ten dollars is pretty good. Again, typically, what you want to do is you want to keep the percentage that you're paying as a size of your trade to as small as possible. You know, under one percent is good. Um, you know, even lower than that is is better. So I think the price is definitely uh, one consideration. I, I think the. You know, more than that, I guess, you know, you can pay a little bit more if you're if you're infrequently trading. I think what the other thing that's important is just ease of use the platform. If it's clunky, then it becomes just hard to find things. Um, you know, if it comes with some research reports, you know, has got some good data, if it gives you live data, those are things, you know, if they give you that and you know, if there's some support, you can call someone. I think that's worth a bit because, okay. um, you know, so, so I think service, website, ease of use, um, data, I think, you know, pricing, uh, depth and things like that. I mean, you know, again, it's not critical, but it's good to have. And it's, you know, if you, you feel special, if you've got all those things, so I think that's important. Um, I yes, think so those are two. Too, mate. I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of actually paying a little bit more for a better customer support, better website experience, right? You can actually, there are, there are some really, really cheap brokerages out there with terrible websites. I would happily personally pay 10 bucks a trade more to actually have something I knew I could use and for customer service, I think I could rely on. Are you, where are you on that continuum? Yeah, I'd pay more for, uh, uh, say, if, given two things that are equal, um, I would pick the better, uh, you know, better platform. Like, here's the thing: right. having a better, good online platform is not rocket science. If it is, if it is, if it's bad, <laughs> it's just, 
sheerly ignorance uh, or uh, ignorance on the part of unwillingness, <laughs> not important uh, right. part of your business. And therefore, that's why it, it, it kind of sucks, if I may use that yeah. word. Uh, yeah. It should not suck. It should be really easy to have this slick, nice, fast, <laughs> responsive, easy to use interface. It should. Uh, I mean, so, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, if given a choice, I would pick, I'd pick the better platform and pay a little bit more for it. Um, uh, but yeah, ideally, I think there should be better platform and you should not have to pay a lot. Uh, because I <laughs> mean, be you know, how much, how much does it cost to connect trades? It costs very little to connect trades uh, electronically, especially. So yeah, those are, two, those are things I would point out. Anything else from your side? Uh, mate, the only other thing I would pay for, and I, I would actually not go without on the ASX, although again, people have different views, is chess sponsorship. So chess is the computerized holding something, something, something. Uh, basically what chess does is it lists who owns what. A bit like property titles when you own land. Overseas and some brokers in Australia hold the shares in their own name and just have an internal internal set of accounts that says, okay, those shares we own, 10 of those belong to Scott or 10 of those belong to Doc. Um, with Chess, the system itself knows that the, the equivalent of the land titles office says, no, no, Scott owns those 10 shares no matter what happens to the broker. And for me... I would, I would not, given the choice, I would never ever trade without chess sponsorship uh, simply because I don't want to have to rely on the solvency or the goodwill of my broker. Um, I want to know that I know that I know that I own those shares and I would happily pay more for that little bit of insurance to know that if anything happened to my broker, the shares are all mine. Do you agree? Yeah, I think so. On the ASX, I think, you know, given that you have the option of, given that there's no insurance scheme to protect you, there's no backstop, Correct. and given that yeah. um, there is a system like Chess uh, and a lot of brokers are using Chess, it makes sense to actually, it would not make sense to go without Chess unless you have a very specific reason why you would go without Chess. But yeah, given the choice, I think you should, one would pick the one which has Chess sponsorship. I think that makes complete sense. Now, I've told people how to think about it. Let's put our, our money on the line. Which broker do you use for your ASX trade stock? Yeah, so, okay, so I use a couple of different brokers. I use uh, St. George's uh, E-Trade platform. Um, that's mm-hmm. what I actually hold. Uh, I actually also have an account with Comsec, which has exactly zero shares in it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I look at it uh, largely for, for data flow and things like that because, you know, I've got a Comsec account, so I look at it for data mm-hmm. flow. Um, I actually hold <laughs> shares in... Uh, uh, Saxo, which you might believe, actually does not have chess sponsorship because it okay. um, um, it allows you to trade uh, globally. Um, oh, right. So, so that one doesn't come with chess sponsorship. Um, you know, again, it doesn't bother me. Although, as I said, I would, you know, if 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 it were not for that specific reason, then I would pick something mm-hmm. that has chess sponsorship. Makes sense. And I use Comsec for the for the record. None of us are sponsored or will be given any any benefit from that. We just thought that while we asked the question or Brendan asked the question, um, we gave you a bit of a how and why to choose a broker. And those are a couple of brokers that we use. So if that helps you narrow down your choice or at least gives you some options to look at, we hope that helps as well. Brendan, oh sorry, not Brendan Hayden. Fantastic question, Hayden. Sorry for uh, for, for misspeaking there, Hayden. Great question, mate. Hopefully that's helped you. Hopefully, listener, that's helped you understand the best ways to find either a good app or a good online broker. And they often have their own apps as well, by the way, and certainly their own online mobile website. So you're not losing anything by using the, the website rather than the app as much as it's not quite as cool. That's it, mate, for this week's Motley Fool Money Hacks. We'll see you next week. Fool on. Fool on. The Motley Fool and people appearing in this program may have positions in the companies mentioned. General advice only. Please speak to your financial professional to understand how it may pertain to your situation. Subscribe to the free newsletter at fool.com.au forward slash triple M. The Motley Fool operates under financial services license 400691.